Welcome to the Audacity to Podcast, episode 195, How to Brainstorm Future Podcast Topics. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I frequently refer to the fact that you should come up with a list of topics for your podcast so that you have something to go back to when you don't feel like podcasting, when you're out of ideas, when you forget what your purpose is with the podcast and you find yourself drifting from the original purpose and plan. And that doesn't mean you can't change, but I do think that you should have a plan of where you want to go with your podcast, at least a simple list of the topics that you're going to cover. But if you already have a podcast, or if you're just starting out with your podcast, how do you come up with that list of podcast topics? That's what I'm going to cover here, and I've got four different ways for you to come up with that list of podcast topics. You can follow along in the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash podcast topics for the show notes for episode 195. So number one, brainstorm your own ideas. You really need to spend some time to focus on whatever possible ideas That you can imagine. Nothing should be discarded. This is not the time for you to try to develop ideas, to script anything out, to sort or filter ideas. You don't need to spend a lot of time on each idea. Now, if you get a brainstorm on a particular thing, certainly start recording that. But you don't have to decide that, oh, because I mentioned this topic, I need to figure out every aspect I'm going to cover of this specific topic. So spend some time to just consider what all could you cover on this? Here are some starting questions that you could ask yourself to give you some ideas. And when I refer to the subject, that is the subject of your podcast as a whole, like for the Audacity to Podcast, my subject is podcasting. And then your topics would be the individual topics that you might cover in one episode or in several episodes. You might put several topics into a singular episode or have several episodes to cover several topics. So here are some questions that you could consider. What would you want to know about this subject? Let's take, for example, in all of these examples that I'll be using, let's take, for example, you are a cake baker and decorator. That is your passion, your hobby. You love doing this and you want to have a podcast about it. So if you want to know something about cake decorating and baking, what would that be? And how can you share that then in your podcast? Or imagine what it was like when you first started in this particular subject. What would you have wanted to know back then? What are you glad that you learned? What lessons can you share with your audience? What things do you think that no one else is saying in your industry about this particular subject? This is what really started me with the Audacity to Podcast is I felt like the other podcasts about podcasting, and there weren't that many at that point, but I felt like they weren't saying certain things. I felt like I had a perspective that wasn't being shared. I had a different approach that no one else had, and I had a specific set of skills 
that it seemed were different from other people. And so that gave me different experience and a different perspective. So I saw that there were things that other people weren't saying. In your industry, what is it that other people aren't saying? Or maybe they're saying incorrectly. If you decorate cakes and bake cakes, is someone else not talking about the right flour to use? Is someone else not as passionate about how long you should mix the batter before you pour it into the appropriate pans for baking? Is no one else talking about whether you should coat your pans for baking? These ideas are just coming off the top of my head. And this is what you want your brainstorming session to be, just coming up with these ideas. What can you cover better than or maybe differently from someone else? It's like in this industry of podcasting and teaching other people how to launch or improve their podcasts. I'm not the only one who does this. I have a unique perspective, and sometimes I'll cover a particular perspective differently from someone else. For example, FeedBurner. I talk about FeedBurner very differently from other people who podcast about podcasting, or stats, or WordPress plugins, or how to use Libsyn, different things like that. I have a different perspective. Sometimes it's the same. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes I think I can cover a particular thing better than other people. Sometimes I think other people are covering it better than I can. So what can you cover better than or just simply differently from someone else? What are the smaller pieces of your particular subject that you think should be covered? Maybe you should have a full episode with your cake baking and decorating podcast, a full episode devoted simply to shapes of cakes and how to get different shapes, what you can do with different shapes, how to combine basic shapes in order to get something more complex. Maybe you have a whole episode that's just about getting the right consistency of your icing and how to get that nice, delicious buttercream taste. If you can't tell, I'm not a fan of whipped icing. I like the buttercream icings. Those are good. Icing, cake icing for me was a special thing growing up. If you want to make my day, give me a graham cracker with cake icing on it, buttercream icing, or one of those little decorative tubes. That's good. Maybe you could have a whole episode about just little treats you can make with cake tools or cake decorations. So what are these smaller details that you could spend a whole episode talking about? That doesn't mean you have to make your episode an hour long. It just means, is there enough here that you could talk about for at least a few minutes. It's okay if you have a shorter episode every now and then. I do that sometimes, and I'm not ashamed of having shorter episodes. So what are those smaller pieces? Or whom could you interview in your podcast or invite to be a guest co-host to discuss a particular subject? If you do an interview-based podcast, and there are many out there, and it's not a bad idea necessarily, but I think sometimes it's the wrong default idea. An interview-based podcast shouldn't necessarily be the default idea for if you're going to start a podcast. That doesn't mean it's wrong. You just have to do it well. So who could you interview that would be a great expert on this or have a great perspective? That doesn't mean that you necessarily ask them the questions and they answer and they're bringing all the content. It could be something where you have a co-host and you both discuss the subject. Like in the next episode of the Audacity to Podcast, I'll be having Angelo Mandato from Blueberry. He's the, also the developer of the PowerPress plugin, and we'll be talking about the different podcast feeds you can get from PowerPress. 
It's not going to be an interview where I ask him, here's question one, here's question two, what do you think about this? What's your experience with that? What inspired you this? No, we'll be talking together about things. I'll be asking him questions. I'll be responding to things. I'll be sharing certain things as well. We'll be having a conversation, sharing this more like a co-hosted presentation with you. There are different ways that you can do that to have additional people on your podcast, but whom could you invite to be part of your podcast like this? Make that list, even if it's an impossible list, especially if you are an interview-based podcast, go ahead and write those people on that list that you don't think you could ever get an interview with them, but put them on your list anyway, because that's someone you want to work up toward having on your podcast. What are your likes about this particular subject? Do you like baking cakes in a particular way? Do you really like a particular brand of products or a particular style of something? Or have you found one ingredient much better than all of the others? Apply this to your own subject and figure out what is it that you like about this subject and how can you share that with your audience? What kind of topics can you get from this that you could cover in different episodes? On the flip side of that, what are your dislikes about this subject? What frustrates you? What annoys you that you see other people doing? What do you wish could be done better in this industry? If you bake and decorate cakes, what is it that you don't like about the pans that you use? What is it that you think that other cake decorators and bakers are doing incorrectly? What would you like to change about the industry as a whole? Do you think the pricing is wrong? Do you think the supplies are not as available or is not as high quality as they need to be? What can you share from your opinions? What are topics that come from that that you can give in your podcast? Or what have you referenced in some short manner in previous blog posts, podcast episodes, conversations, presentations, anywhere else? What have you referenced as just a little aside that you could cover in much more detail? That's what I'm doing with this episode. I've mentioned in several episodes, I don't know how many, but at least a dozen episodes, the importance of having a list of topic ideas for your podcast. And I realized I've never actually covered how do you come up with that list. I've talked about how do you find content for your podcast, but I haven't talked about just coming up with that initial basic list of ideas of things to cover. So these are some brainstorming ideas to Come up with your own topics, things from your own imagination, your own creativity. Make this list and just keep adding to this list as much as you can. Here are some tools that you can use for this kind of brainstorming. And keep in mind that the particular tool you use doesn't really matter as much as how easy the tool is for you to use and especially how accessible that tool is. If you have a paper system but you leave that at home, then it's not going to be very easy for you to brainstorm ideas when you're out somewhere else. Make sure that this tool is accessible for you. So I recommend a lot of digital tools or at least something you can carry with you. But also make sure that the tool doesn't distract you from that task where you're trying to learn the tool or you get distracted by particular things in the tool, you're trying to figure something out or you're spending too much time moving things around to try to use the tool in the best way possible. Just use what works. But here are some suggestions of different approaches to brainstorming and some of the tools that can help you with this. First, my top recommendation for brainstorming is mind mapping. 
there are different tools out there you can use like Mind42, MindMeister, even a pencil and paper. And I've got links to some of these tools, the online tools in the show notes for this episode, number 195 at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash podcast topics. That's with two T's in the middle. But I think that mind mapping is great for brainstorming because it doesn't really require any style of linear thinking, which linear thinking doesn't really happen when you're brainstorming anyway. You might come up with five different items and then suddenly you think of an item that should fit in between one and two, or you just follow some rabbit trail somewhere else. Mind mapping is great for that to get every single idea out. The basic way that you start with this is in the center of your graph, whether you're doing this on paper or you're using an app for this, like MindMeister or Mind42 or many of the other mind mapping apps that are out there. And I've got some links in the show notes, but start in the middle with your core subject. In our example, this would be cake baking and decorating. Then just whatever idea comes to your mind out of that, draw a line from that or connect a line from that and make another point that's connected back. And you might end up with things surrounding your core point and lines all over the place. That's fine. Whenever you add an item that's an extension of your core idea and then that item inspires something else. So it's like a sub idea. Go ahead and add that as a branch off from that branch idea. And you can chase these things for hours and that's fine to do. This is not wasting time. This is getting every potential idea out of your mind. So here's a little practice. Think about cake baking and decorating. And the items that come to my mind as brainstorming ideas here are icing techniques, recipes, tools, uh, what kind of, speaking of tools, what kind of mixing tool is best? And speaking of mixing tools, what speed is best? And should I be using a whisk style or should I be using one of those other styles that aren't as whisky? I don't know the industry as well. So I'm, these are crazy ideas off my mind. Also, maybe something about how do you sell your cakes? How do you market these things? How do you price these things? How do you work with customers? How do you get people to come back? What about copyrights with your design? Should you be concerned about the copyright of what you make? And should you be concerned about what kinds of copyrights you could be violating by putting Spider-Man on a cake or anything like that? See, these are just random ideas and they're not linear at all. Some of them were branches off of sub ideas. Some of them were somewhat related. Mind mapping makes this really easy for you to do. And notice that in all of these ideas, none of them did I start planning. Here are the five points I would cover with this, or here are all the resources I think I should mention with that. I'm just coming up with basic ideas. One of these in particular may stick out to me and I suddenly start getting ideas on that particular point. That would be a good moment to go ahead and record those basic ideas so you don't forget them, but don't spend time trying to plan that specific episode. Save that for later. This is just your brainstorming session. So these mind mapping tools make it really easy for you to record every single idea without having to focus on sorting these ideas, filtering these ideas, or planning the additional details for these ideas. 
In addition to mind mapping, you could also go with a linear format. Linear works really well for actually planning the details, but you can still brainstorm with a linear format. Something like a Google Drive document, Workflowy, Evernote, or again, a pencil and paper. You're basically just coming up with a list of ideas. You could sort these if you want, but you don't have to. I really recommend don't focus on sorting them. Just come up with a list. And I highly recommend that you use a format or a tool that allows you to easily add subpoints as you might start considering them. Anything really that works with bullet points can make this pretty easy, but I especially like the tool Workflowy for this kind of information because Workflowy is a bullet point based system. Everything you make in Workflowy is a bullet point. You can add comments into bullet points. You can have sub bullet points, sub, 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 sub bullet points. It's really fast. It's really simple. It's easy to use. Something like that can work great. And it's also accessible on multiple platforms through a browser, through a mobile app. It works fast. It works well. Google Drive documents can work like that too. And Evernote can work like that too. But come up with these ideas in maybe a list format. And you can arrange that list later on. You can add notes or descriptions if you want to when you come up with these ideas. But the main thing is get these ideas out. Even if you need to be linear, there's nothing wrong with that. The third way that you could collect ideas would be with some kind of collection bin, basically like a dumping tool. The best thing for this, I think, and it's the only tool I can confidently recommend for this, is Evernote. There used to be SpringPad, and I used to be a big fan of SpringPad, but I wrote a blog post over at DanielJLewis.net, my personal blog, about why I left SpringPad for Evernote before SpringPad announced their shutdown. SpringPad is no longer in existence. There will be other apps out there, and there certainly are other apps that allow you to take notes and remember things. But what I love about Evernote is, for one thing, it's got a free plan. I am a paying member now of Evernote, but the free plan can work really well. Evernote is kind of like an open canvas. You can save almost anything into it, and you don't really have to think about how you're going to work with that thing that you saved. That was something about SpringPad that made it more complicated. When I would try to put something in there, I'd have to figure out, is this a product? Is this a note? Is this a reminder? Is this an image? Is this audio? That doesn't matter with Evernote. In Evernote, everything is a note, and that note can contain audio, pictures, text, links, reminders, anything like that. So it's a much more open canvas. And you could create a notebook inside of Evernote or use a tag on all of these things and just dump every single idea into there. Maybe it's something you find on the internet. So you tag it, upload it to Evernote. Maybe it's a picture of something you see while you're walking or driving somewhere. You snap a photo, you put in Evernote. Maybe it's an audio recording or anything else, an email that you forward to the Evernote system. Just some kind of dumping ground that then you can look back, sort through it, or just come up with your ideas of how this inspires you to create better content or come up with those topics that you want to cover in your podcast. So these are several tools, and I'd love to hear from you what tools you would recommend for brainstorming your own ideas. Please comment on the show notes for episode 195 by going to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash podcast topics. So all of these ideas are for number one, brainstorm for your own ideas. Number two, 
find questions you can answer. It really doesn't matter what the subject is. Someone is asking questions about it online. I'm sure if I did a few basic searches for cake decorating, I would find people asking about what's the best cake decorating kit to use? What's the best icing to use? What's the best recipe for icing? How can I make my icing taste better? How can I make my icing healthier? People are asking these questions. When you find these questions, your answer can make great content. And what can really work well is to use the question that you're answering as the title for that particular episode. If you're covering only a single topic in your episode, and I am a big fan of single topic episodes, but it does really depend on your format. So that doesn't mean you have to do that. I've just found great success with that myself. This kind of thing really helps with your search engine optimization too, because if you use the question that people are asking, like, how can I make cake icing healthier? If you use that as the title of your content, when people search for that, boom, your very specific post comes up with that. We call these long tail keywords where they're more specific. And that's what people are looking for these days. People don't type in cake decorating if they're looking for how can I make my icing healthier. They'll type in something like what's a healthy icing recipe or how can I make cake icing healthy? Something like that. They'll be much more specific. So if you can make specific titles like that, then you'll rank higher for those specific searches And you'll provide then highly valuable content to them that's targeted and they'll love it. It helps them or it entertains them in some way. So find those questions that you can answer. This also can help you actively promote and grow your podcast by creating this targeted, relevant, helpful, or entertaining content that then you may be able to take back to that original person who asked the question and share it with them. Then anyone else who saw that person ask the question might see your response. It's a great way to grow your podcast by answering these specific questions that people have and then sharing the answer with them. You need to be careful about this so that you're not spamming and just posting a link or just saying, hey, I answered that here. Try to provide a little bit of value. What I recommend is answer the question This is in these places where people are asking the questions. Answer the question. You can answer it as concisely as possible without just saying yes or no. But answer that question and then link them to your resource for more information and details because you've created this great resource that answers their specific question. So here are the top places that I recommend for finding questions that you can answer. And this applies to anything that you discuss in your podcast, whether your podcast is completely for the sake of entertainment or your podcast is helping people by answering questions or giving them information that you think they need. And first, your own inbox. If anyone has asked you a question directly, there, right there, is the number one place you can get great ideas for great content. But also do something like a basic Twitter search What are people searching for with these particular keywords? If I were to search for cake decorating on Twitter, I might find people asking about how can I get into cake decorating? What are the best cake decorating tools? Who's a good cake decorator in my area? And you can become an authority on these by sharing these answers. Another great place is Reddit. Reddit has all of these subreddits, they're called, 
where they are focused on a particular item. You can find subreddits on TV shows, on tactics, on business ideas, on all kinds of things. And often people will be sharing resources as well as asking questions there in Reddit. It's a great place to find questions that you can answer. Quora is kind of the social question platform. There are also other platforms like Yahoo Answers. These are great places that are designed for people to ask questions, and you can answer them on that platform as well as use that as content ideas for your own podcast or even your own blog. YouTube comments are another crazy thing. Maybe you found a great YouTube video that helps you with your particular subject. Look at the comments. Yeah, there will be a lot of nonsense in the comments, especially on YouTube, but there will be people asking additional questions and you might be able to answer those additional questions. Also look at Google Plus communities, Facebook pages and groups and other forums on the internet and social platforms that will come and go. Find anywhere that people are talking about the subject and you will find people asking questions about the subject. You can answer those questions then with your podcast or at least get an idea of topics that you can cover in future episodes. So look for those questions. This is number two. Find questions you can answer. Number three, ask for questions. If you know anyone else who shares your interest, ask them questions to uncover those particular topics that you could discuss in your podcast. Ask them things like, what do you want to know about this subject? What do you love about this subject? What do you hate about this subject? In fact, most of those questions that you might have asked yourself under number one, brainstorm for your own ideas, you could also ask other people and get interesting answers from them of things that they want to know, things that they would love to learn or see Whether you do something helpful or entertaining, it doesn't matter. You might find something that they want to know by asking them, what do you want to know? What would you like me to cover? What is it about this that confuses you? What do you think about this? You can get great content that way, and you may even find potential guests to co-host with you because you'll find someone else highly passionate or highly knowledgeable about the particular industry. Even if you don't have an audience yet, you could ask these kinds of questions in the appropriate niche communities for that subject. Like I could go on a Google Plus group for cake decorating and ask in there, hey everybody, I'm doing some research. I'd like to know what is it that you love about cake decorating? Or maybe I ask them, hey, what do you really wish was easier in cake decorating? Or I ask them, what are your favorite tools with cake decorating? Those give great lists of topics that you could cover in a single episode or in multiple episodes. If you don't know anyone else with your same interest, you don't know of any online communities, you don't know anyone else out there covering these things, then just go to a friend or a family member, someone that will give you some creative ideas and ask them if you were interested in this item or this subject, what do you think you'd want to know? about it. Well, if I was interested in cake decorating, which I'm not, but if I was interested in cake decorating, I would want to know how can I make great tasting buttercream icing? How can I decorate things better? How can I get that great 
look of fading colors from one color to another on the cakes like they do if I don't have some kind of fancy icing printer or something like that? How can I get that effect? Those are just questions that I might want to know if I was interested in cake decorating. If you do something more like an entertaining podcast that is about a TV show or maybe it's comedy, anything like that, you could ask someone, hey, what kind of stories would you want to hear about this? Or what do you wish was discussed more in this particular industry if you were interested in it? Yes, some of these questions may be a bit too niche to ask someone out there, some random person, but you can still get some great ideas from this, even just from their simple responses. This is one of the reasons why for National Podcast Day, we encourage you to go out and ask someone, what's your favorite podcast? Not asking them, hey, do you know what a podcast is? But ask them, what's your favorite podcast? And then find out what their response is. It could be, what's a podcast? That's a great response. And then you can turn that into an opportunity. The same thing can happen with you when you're asking questions to discover answers that you can give in your podcast. So this is number three, ask for questions. And number four, look for inspiration in other places. Read things, watch things, whatever it is that you do in consuming other information out there. Specifically look for ways that you can relate what you're learning or seeing or what you're being entertained by back to your subject. We tend to find those things that we're looking for when we keep that thing in our focus. So look for that out there when you read the news or watch the news or however you get news, world news. Look for those things when you're reading books, when you're watching movies or TV shows, when you're listening to presentations, when you see any other messages from influencers or successful people in any kind of industry out there. Look for things that you can apply in your particular area. Maybe you are sitting in church and you hear someone preaching a sermon about, let's pick something random, about Christmas. Well, that's a sermon about Christmas. And maybe with your cake decorating and baking podcast, you could think about what are great Christmas colors for icings? How can you make colors that are very Christmassy for icing? What are great Christmas decoration ideas for cakes that aren't very cliche, like Santa Claus or stars or reindeer or manger scenes or Christmas trees or wreaths or anything like that. What else could you come up with that's Christmas themed without being overly cliche? Or in books that you read, I really like reading self-help books for business and marketing and such because it applies in so many other areas. Like any kind of book that is about growing your business can also apply to growing your podcast audience. It doesn't matter what the actual topic is. You can look for these ideas. So here's a fun exercise that I'll do and share with you these results. I am loading up news.google.com, a website that I almost never visit because I just don't follow the news. And I'll scroll through, glancing at these, thinking about if I'm hosting a cake baking and decorating podcast, what could I use as inspiration for topic ideas. I see an item here that Apple Pay is rolling out today. So hmm, that's something I could consider. Should a cake decorating or baking shop use Apple Pay? Offer that as alternative payment methods. Speaking of alternative payment methods, should you consider other things like PayPal or Dwalla or Bitcoin or anything like that? Scrolling down, uh, there are several items about Ebola. 
maybe you could use that as an inspiration to think about what are sanitary practices that you can use when making food products. How can you share this with your audience in ways that would encourage them? Even if they're not running their own restaurants, maybe they're just baking a birthday cake for their family member. What can they do to keep them cleaner and reduce the risk of spreading germs? There are other items here. Uh, Here's a post that says the scary ways online dating can go wrong. That inspires me to think about what could I do to make a cake more romantic? What could I do to make a cake appropriate for the level of a relationship to make it appropriate for the particular people that I meet? Because this is October when I'm recording this, here is something that says pumpkin fair riot. And it uh, talks about a riot at a school, but I saw the word pumpkin and it made me think, oh, pumpkin cake. What are ways that you could decorate a cake to look like a pumpkin or what are some great pumpkin cake recipes? I'm not even reading these posts. I am looking just at the headlines and getting ideas for topics I could cover. I could click on any one of these probably and discover ideas for content when I'm looking for these ideas for content. So this is number four. Look for inspiration in other places. Don't think that it has to be a cake baking book or magazine or YouTube channel. It could be anything. You could get great ideas from a home decorating channel on YouTube. Anything like that. Learning about color, learning about themes. You might be inspired just by seeing how someone presents to present your information in a more dynamic way, in a more engaging way, more enthusiastic or entertaining way. If you do an entertainment podcast, then yeah, you're probably not looking to answer questions. You're looking just to entertain people, to make them laugh, to scare them, to occupy their minds, whatever the purpose is of your entertainment. There can be things that you can learn from news items. In fact, most comedians out there very closely follow the news so that they can come up with comedy to use to comment on these news items. Almost every stand-up comedian you might see, especially the ones on the late-night TV shows, are almost always commenting on current events. They're looking for these things. They're coming up with ideas of how can they turn this into something great. So these four ways that you can brainstorm future podcast topics are, number one, brainstorm for your own ideas. And there are many tools you can use to do that. Number two, find questions you can answer. Check all of those communities. Check your own inboxes. Number three, ask for questions. Ask the people who already follow you. Ask people who are in this industry. Ask people you just trust for questions that they might have about the subject. And number four, look for inspiration in other places. It really doesn't matter how unrelated that other industry is. You can find some inspiration that will give you topic ideas if you look for it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how it is that you build topic ideas for future episodes. Or if you haven't, I encourage you to try this. Come up with a list of what your next 10 episodes will be And if you'd like to, you can go ahead and share that list in the comments section in the notes for episode 195 by going to theaudacitypodcast.com slash podcast topics. I'd love to hear from you how this has helped you and what kind of tools you use for coming up with topics to cover in your future episodes. 
please comment there on the show notes. And I'd love to discuss that with you. And I'd love for other people to be inspired by what you're doing that's working or maybe the lessons you've learned of what doesn't work so well. Speaking of what's working and isn't working, I'm excited to be having John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire as my guest for episode 200 of the Audacity Podcast. I'll be asking him the tough questions, getting down to the truth of things that some of them will be hard for us to hear to realize, wow, he spent that much? Yeah, no wonder why he's having that success. Or some of it will be encouraging to realize, wow, he is just like the rest of us. He has struggled with this, continues to struggle with that, and here's how he's trying to overcome that. I really want it to be an enlightening, an inspiring conversation, as well as giving a bit of reality to us when we're trying to achieve the same kind of success. So I want your questions to ask John. I have received some great questions so far. Thank you very much for sending the questions. Please continue to send them. Email feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com with the initials JLD in the subject line so I can see those and sort those very easily. Ask your questions that you want me to ask John Lee Dumas. He has agreed that no question is out of bounds, at least no relevant question is out of bounds for this. So I'm really looking forward to that conversation. We'll be recording it within a few weeks, and that will be the 200th episode of the Audacity Podcast. I'd love for you to be part of that. So email those questions. And I also want your other questions about what you want to know about podcasting. Email feedback at theaudacitypodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at 903-231-2221 or go to the website theaudacitypodcast.com and send a voice message through the website on your computer or iOS device. Thank you to J.V. Crumb III, Funnies Man, Garnetto, and J.B. Blue Dog for your kind reviews of the Audacity to Podcast and my video edition called Podcasting Video Tips on iTunes. I'm very grateful for your reviews. They encourage me and they help other people find the podcast. If you haven't written a review yet, would you please consider writing one? Go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash iTunes or theaudacitypodcast.com slash Stitcher. And if you'd like to find out how you can get your own podcast reviews emailed to you automatically, go to mypodcastreviews.com. I'm a customer of my own service, and I really like receiving those emails. I schedule them to come on Mondays before I record the podcast, so every Monday, and I see whether I have any new reviewers to thank in the podcast for that day. And I'm very grateful for those reviews. So check it out at mypodcastreviews.com. Stitcher integration coming very soon, as soon as we fix a little bug. And that is exclusive to premium members of my podcast reviews. But there's also a free plan that you can check out. And when you write a review for my podcast, I would love it if you would, in your review, include your real name, or at least your first name, and the name of your podcast. Like Funnies Man from the United States hosts the Comics Alternative podcast. I'm very grateful for his review. And J.V. Crumb III hosts the Conscious Millionaire podcast, and I'm excited to be a guest on his podcast. I'll be sharing that link eventually when it comes out. Thank you to these people who left reviews. And if you leave a review, make sure you include your podcast name because I'd love to give you a shout out. 
Watch for the next episode I have with Angelo Mandato from Blueberry and the developer of PowerPress. We're going to share some great in-depth, probably some little technical stuff for you. But I'm looking forward to that conversation to talk about podcast feeds. And I would love your comments on this episode. Again, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash podcast topics to comment on episode 195. I'd love to help you podcast or maybe do something better or fix a problem. Just contact me through all of the methods that I've already shared with you. And I'd love to help you with your podcast. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast.com. Thank you for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.